ma'am, if I don't make this sale, they're going to fire me. And I thought, how sad is that? I know, but you know what? I'm glad no one said that to me because I'd probably have a new vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> well, we salespeople are the best folks in the world to try and sell something to. I mean, we know what we're supposed to do. When you say that, I'm supposed to say, okay, how much do I write the check for? That's the way it works. The business of sales is sometimes harder than actually making the sale in the first place. See, you're not only a professional salesperson, you're a business owner. But the focus always seems to be on sales. Well, we're here to help you. I've been in the sales world and training sales professionals for over four decades. My name's Morris Sims. I've seen some great salespeople fail because they didn't run their business very well. Well, we're going to share success concepts and interview some great entrepreneurs who are going to help you in your business. Welcome to the business of sales. our guest today on the business of sales. We're going to talk about uncopyable sales success and how you can get that kind of success for your business as well. Okay, thank you so much for being with us. Now, I think I probably murdered your book title, so please share that with us. Well, it is Uncopyable Sales Secrets, How to Create an Unfair Advantage and Outsell Your Competition. So it is a little bit of a tongue twister. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's, that sounds good, though. I mean, geez, if, if it delivers all that, it's got to be a great book. Well, it totally does. That's fantastic. Okay, thank <laughs> you so much for being on the show with us here today. Well, it's my pleasure to be here, and I really look forward to our conversation. Like I said, I've learned a little bit about you, and um, can't wait to connect and, and give some value to your listeners. Great. Well, to share your journey with us, how did you come to write a book about sales? Well, I graduated from college many years ago. Um, I know we're both a little bit on the more mature side, 1982. <laughs> and, oh, you're just uh, a, you're a young whippersnapper, okay? That's right. I'm young at heart for sure. And with a marketing degree, I was pretty much qualified for sales, not marketing, <laughs> and so I got out into the world. 1982 was an interesting job market. I don't know if you remember those days. But oh, yeah. One of the, yeah. So um, I actually ended up getting hired as the very first woman for a uh, company that was a division of Anchor Hawking, the glassware. And I worked yeah. for a hardware company. And because I was successful there, I was hired away by an automotive company. They actually, this is very glamorous, so I, I you know, if your audience wants to get a visual, <laughs> I sold automotive mufflers and catalytic converters. Ooh. So it was very interesting. And at that point, there were a few women, but I was one of just a few. Well, guess what? I went on to be named the number one salesperson of the year congratulations country so so that was great um my husband at the time had started a business and he was traveling a lot and i was also traveling a lot in fact i have so far been in uh 47 of the 50 states i'm working on the last three anyway i we i won't say i but maybe it was more i decided to start a family (laughs) with steve's help and we were both traveling, so one of us had to stop traveling, 
And it just made more sense at the time for me. And so I went to work with him in his company, which was marketing Mm -hmm. mostly and sales. So I, for years, was blessed enough to be basically a stay-at-home mom but work when my daughter was in school um, and also work in the business and, you know, book his – he did speaking, a lot of products, a lot of consulting. So all these years later, he has written – eight books. Wow. Um, I think six of them are specifically on the trade show world where he focused for a long time. Mm-hmm. But his last book was, was called Uncopyable, and it's also got another tongue twister title I'm not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, that, I believe, was 2017, and it became a number one Amazon bestseller. And it is about marketing, branding, and innovation. So a few years later, when his publisher talked to him about writing another book, which he did, called Stealing Genius, which is a great book on innovation, Steve pitched me writing a book on sales because I have a sales background and Mm -hmm. I know the uncopyable philosophy. So I, they said, okay. And I wrote, um, just very objectively, a fabulous book on sales based on my experience, um, which is, you know, very unique and based on this really cool uncopyable philosophy. Wow. That is amazing. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. Well, tell us about uncopyable. Well, the, you know, one of the things that we like to say, um, in the uncopyable, we we have our whole language. Um, but as far as being uncopyable, one of the sayings is look, at what everyone else is doing and don't do it. And I think <laughs> that's all okay. That sort of goes in the, the face of the, the Tony Robbins uh, idea that, hey, you need to find out somebody is doing what you want to do and then do what they do. Right. Only a little <laughs> bit better. But yeah. guess what? If you do that a little bit better, then who else watches, to- follows Tony Robbins and does that a little bit better? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so. So if you can, you know, break that mold, you know, same thing with products. We talk, talk to our clients instead of just being better, you know, another one is instead of uh, thinking outside the box, build your own box. You know, one of the things that one of the nicknames that if you read the book, I hope your readers will. Um, one of the nicknames when I was back in the automotive industry, people would call me muffler mama. <laughs> I love it. Muffler mama. And back oh, in those wow. days, I was in my early 20s, a big gal, and and I'm like, okay, I rolled with it because nobody can copy Muffler Mama. In fact, they probably don't want to. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right? So, so the incopyable philosophy, and, you know, for sales, I, I think it is so applicable because we all know salespeople that have moved from one company to another and taken their clients. I'm guessing in your industry that's happened. There's all the non-compete and everything like that. But, you know, what you bring to the sale to the table as a salesperson is a huge part of the value, especially in financial services. I know that's your specialty. That trust and that relationship, you know, if if somebody else is a few dollars less or a few dollars more or whatever, that doesn't mean anything right. if if you have that relationship with the com- customer. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's uh, it still all boils down to business relationships, I think, don't you? 
Oh, I totally do. I totally do. And, you know, that's kind of a hackneyed term. We all say it's about the relationship. Yeah. Uh, my book is 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 pretty much story point. So it's not just you should do this or you should do that. But I talk about the times when I got thrown out and what I did to get back in. The times that I, you know, made myself uncopyable because, you know, it really is – um, I mean, it's a it's a pleasure. You know, it's a blessing. I think of sales as helping people get what they want. I know that that is your philosophy too, because I've you know learned about you. Um, this isn't manipulative, selling somebody that they don't want. Yeah. This is helping them discover the best solution and getting it for them. What could be better? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it's what we've been taught to do for years is go out there and find people, find out what their problem is, help them solve it, help them get what they want. And if you do that, then the world will be its path to your door or whatever that, that word was that Zig used to use. But yeah. Yes. That's kind of the way. You know, I mean, just something that just happened to us recently, we had, I'm sure you're familiar with budget blinds, a franchise. Yeah. Um, We had the local franchise. I just, I'd seen, Um, signs in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. for budget blinds. So when we wanted to get budget blinds, I called that, you know, called them up. He came over and he was, the the owner was such a delight to work with. We got blinds for probably half our our house. (laughs) When I was done, I called him back. I said, we want you to do the other half plus window treatments. He was the least salesy person I've ever met. He kept saying, (laughs) What is your budget? We can work with a high budget, <laughs> LOL, which is what we picked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a low budget. But he, you know, afterwards, I ended up writing an article on LinkedIn, basically a testimonial, because I'm like, this is what sales is all about. It's not cramming something down somebody's throat. Yeah, yeah. Especially today. I, I just can't imagine anybody going out there and trying to, to push – or, or uh, manipulate, if you will, for lack of a better word, anybody in the world of sales and, and being successful in doing it that way. Not today. Not today. And, and you know, I still laugh. I have been suckered into, back in the day, a few door-to-door salespeople. Yeah. In fact, when I was pregnant and I had the worst acid reflux, my husband came home and I had a, a crate of grapefruit and oranges that someone had sold me. <laughs> And he's like, you can't have citrus. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That guy was one and done. And, and you know, if if you're one and done, you're probably not on this call, right? That's right. That's right. That's for sure. It's it's like the story of the guy that I got to with you. I do, I do an, an exercise and workshop sometimes where I ask them to, to visualize and think about the one time that they had a really great experience with a professional salesperson and the one real time that they had a really bad experience with a salesperson, and then they share those stories. The one that, that I cannot get out of my head is the vacuum cleaner salesman who gets to the door and husband answers the door and says, look, my wife works uh, during the day, but I work at night and she'll be home. You need to come back about seven and talk to her. Well, that was a great for great way for him to get out of having to deal with it. And so he comes back at seven and goes in and does his thing. And she said, look, I just, I don't have time. I'm tired. Leave me alone. Get out of here. Stop. He finally looks at her and says, ma'am, if I don't make this sale, they're going to fire me. And I thought, how sad is that? I know, 
but you know what? I'm glad no one said that to me because I'd probably have a new vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> well, we salespeople are the best folks in the world to try and sell something to. I mean, we know what we're supposed to do. When you say that, I'm supposed to say, okay, how much do I write the check for? That's the way it works. Hey, pardon the interruption. I've got something on my mind to share with you, if that's okay. If just give me just a second. How many times have we heard the saying, you know, it ain't over till it's over? Well, contrary to popular media and all that you hear and see in the, the media, the war in Ukraine is not over for the millions of people who are in dire need of food and medicine and a place to sleep. Even if the war part should end today, there's still going to be millions of refugees who need food, medicine, and temporary housing. Well, I choose to help through an organization led by my friend, Dr. Randy Marshall. I know Randy directs where the money goes. If you'd like to help too, please go to www.tccp.pro and scroll down and make a donation. Every penny is appreciated and every donor is on our prayer list. Please join me with a contribution to TCCP because, you know, there are real people there who are hungry and they need our help. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, let's get back to the show. Yes, I know. We do. We're, we're because we've been there, right? Yeah, exactly. But exactly. hopefully we haven't used that line. <laughs> I hope so. That one and, and the other one that, that always gets me is, Mr. Sims, what do we need to do today to earn your business and you, you to buy a car from us? And it's like, oh, get out of here. Leave me alone. Anyway, I'm glad that Uncopyable doesn't do those things, Kay. Me too. Yeah, that is not my jam for sure and not yours. Absolutely. So tell me more about Uncopyable and, and how you came to this this system, this idea. Well, it you know, it really did morph through the years. And what what happened really is that... We taught a lot of these things, of these concepts, but we didn't really have the umbrella mm -hmm. or the terminology. Um, and, and some things fell into place. You know, some of them were more um, on purpose than others. But one thing that happened is that we had um, at one time a bunch of different colors for our logo. Like one size envelope would be one color. One would be another. You know, we it was kind of this rainbow. And um, Steve, my partner, and like I said, we've been we're married 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he asked our daughter, you know, which color do you like the best? And she said orange. Well, we decided to go big or go home on the orange. Everything. The book is orange. You know, I have a giveaway today that is orange. I'm always wearing orange on on. If we were on on with on camera, I have an orange scarf on. I have an orange. Uh, Apple Watch. So, so this became something literally that people see the color of or orange and think of us. They send us orange things. You know, we um, we send out everything, all our envelopes, boxes, everything we do is orange. I love it. And one of my friends who I've known since seventh grade, she said, "Kay, you know, you don't really look that great in orange." I'm like, "Well, too late Tough now." Tough turkey. I'm <laughs> stuck with orange. Yeah. I'm stuck. So that was one of the things. And then um, there's a story in the book. I don't think I'll have time to go into it. But um, what uh, when Steve was talking to someone about how to become a professional speaker, 
you know, and and this person, it was actually Robert Schuler. Do you remember him from the Hour of Power? Oh, my word, yes, absolutely, yeah. and his son. Yes, right, wonderful people. And Dr. Schuler said to Steve, well, if you were going to hunt moose, say, you know, where what would you do? Where would you go? You know, you'd probably go to Canada or Alaska up north. What would you, you know, you would need some moose bait. You would need, you know, t- to speak the language of the moose and this whole analogy. Well, we started talking about the target customer, your ideal customer. Some people say avatar mm-hmm. as your moose. So that's another thing in my, you know, my uh, giveaway today. It's it talks about it, if you know who your moose is, you can spend more time, energy, focus, money on that prospect. And our clients all, you know, if if in the mastermind something comes up and they say, you know, somebody says, oh, I'm thinking about doing this, they'll say, well, who's your moose? What does your moose think? So we've got this language. So it's really things that we have taught for years came together with this uncopyable philosophy. Um, and it just, you know, it has come together in a way that I think people can really wrap their heads around and remember. I mean, is you know, how who doesn't remember moose? I've got <laughs> pictures of moose in my office. You know, that's another thing we do. We give give stuffed moose away. So so does that answer your question? <laughs> it does. It really does. I love it. Orange moose. Mini orange, orange mooses. Moose. Yeah. Oh, and that's great. You can copy that if someone else had an orange moose again it's not something you do better it's like we are the only ones yeah yeah that is that is really good i love it i absolutely good. love it I, I yeah it is really powerful when it, when i was trying to come up with i had a marketing consultant trying to help me come up with colors for my my company back when i started the business of sales and sims training and consulting and i i chose to use my college colors so everything's good. orange and everything's orange and blue everything's auburn good but good. uh you know it's it, it works it's there and yes, it, it, it helps to build that brand mm-hmm. people For know sure. people know when they see that orange and blue that oh yeah that's mars he's an auburn freak and i am <laughs> but it, the beauty of the I whole thing i know about the freak but okay yeah. <laughs> The beauty of the whole thing is trying to connect with folks. And that's really all we're trying to do is connect with people and have the opportunity to find out what is important to them and then see if there's something that we might be able to do to help them get what they want. I got a question for you. What's your favorite destination for a few relaxing days to unwind and recharge your batteries or your favorite place to take the family for some big fun? Find that picture in your mind. Go on, do it now. Have you got it? Well, now think about all the planning and the booking and the flights and the reservations and all the rest of those other pesky details that you have to go through just to get to that beautiful picture in your mind. Now, what if somebody took all those details and made it easy? Make it easy for you to get there and do what you want to do. Well, that's what our friends at Small World Big Fun can do for you. They make travel easy. All you got to do is show up and have fun. The great people at Small World Big Fun are going to handle all the details that you want them to handle. You want to go to Disney? Hey, they know all the secrets. River cruises in Europe, Cancun beach trips, Belize maybe, cruise Alaska or (laughs) cruise anywhere. You name it, and Small World Big Fun can plan it and make it happen for you. 
really. I've been using Small World Big Fun for years, and frankly, so has the rest of our family. We just show up and have fun. Cindy Miner and her 42 other great agents are going to make it easy on you to show up and enjoy life. So go to smallworldbigfun.com or call Small World at 501-831-5211. That's 501-831-5211. Call them now and get started planning for your next trip to that absolutely beautiful picture that you saw back when this conversation began. You know, I can see it now. The white sandy beaches of the Redneck Riviera all along the Gulf of Mexico, and it's calling me. Golly gee, can you hear the waves? Yeah, I can smell the ruby red Gulf shrimp on the grill. Redfish fresh from the boat for dinner, and oh, hey, Carla, bring me a drink, would you? And adjust the umbrella, the sun's in my eyes again. Exactly. You said it perfectly. And I think if you have a heart for people, you you know, you probably have a heart for sales. There are so many different ways to sell. You know, I, I mean, I'm much more outgoing now at my age. But, you know, back in the day, I was shy. And, you know, it doesn't, you know, think I always like to think, how do you or, you know, how do you and I like to be sold to? Do we yeah. want some yeah. flick? talker who you know has everything that's super polished no you know we want somebody to to say tell me about yourself what what are your goals what do you where do you see yourself in five years right i mean <laughs> and then listen which is hard for salespeople because we're all most of us are talkers including me but silence is golden oh it is it is it really is and it's it's all about listening and learning what it is that they want i was training a group of uh, uh, professionals this week, and we were talking about just exactly that, the discovery process and asking the right questions. And I said, but more important than asking the right question is listening to the answer. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's only when you listen to the answer that you're going to find out what's really important to them. And if you ask the question more than once, chances are you might get a different answer. So mm, that's keep, a great point. Keep asking and keep, you know, ask it a little different way and see if you can help them dig down a little deeper because many times you just get that surface answer, right, Kay? Mm-hmm. Especially if they know, you know, you're a salesperson. Yeah, yeah. And we want to we want to get down to what really matters so that we can help them get what really matters and not just, you know, waste their time. Exactly. Okay, I love what you what you've done here, and you've given us a great giveaway. Uh, that uh, we'll put the link in the in the description for sure. But it's real easy to remember, y'all. Go to www.uncopyablesales.com/slash <laughs> Morris Sims. So that's it. Uncopyablesales.com/slash Morris Sims. And Kay's got a great giveaway for you there. And it's just wonderful that you've done that for us, Kay. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. I, I do hope that um, people take advantage of it. And, you know, I am very honored that you invited me on your, your show. Well, it's great to have you here. And you've brought some really great ideas to mind. I can't wait to get my copy of the book and delve into it and see how I can become a little more uncopyable with what we do here. But thank you again. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Morris. And for everybody else out there, y'all go out there and make it an uncopyable week, okay? <laughs> Find somebody else to talk to. Have a great time. Enjoy your life. Enjoy what you do. And I'll see you again next time right here 
on the business of sales. 